We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's time for our Tua. It's our Tua. It's our Tua. It's our Tua, 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 Tongue of Iloa, not Tua Tagle of Leoa. A for effort, Dolphins quarterback, Tua. It's our Tua, it's our Tua, 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 Tua. Sims can go to hell. To a tongue of Iloa. Dolphins quarterback. Daddy loves you guys. Our Tua with Tobin and Leroy. Check the history of food. Tua the program, ladies and gentlemen. Tobin and Leroy here with you on 560 WQAM. Taking you up until... 2 o'clock. We are streaming live on YouTube and Twitch. You guys can come watch the Silly Sauce. Miami 560 WQAM is the channel. We're going to give a weather update here from the Demesman and Dover Law Firm. Your accidentattorneys.com. Free consultations 24-7 at 866-954. More. Let me just say this. Hmm? It, there is not a cloud in the sky. Very nice out. And the sky was falling last night. Oh. It rained so hard by my house. Did it? Poured. It I don't think it happened around my Poured. Hmm. And now there's not a cloud in the sky. It's got to be like 84, 85 degrees. It's, it's been hot, folks. It's been hot. Um, the clouds collect during, the, you know, as the day goes on. Um, and the wind is coming out of the east. Look at the plane. To your right. See it? Just oh, right in the bit. Yeah, yep. it is. Some of the, and I would say the winds are about 10 miles an hour. Other than that, uh, it's a little warm, but beautiful day. Beautiful start to the day. That's you too. What? Uh. <laughs> uh, hey, listen, guys. All right. If you love metal music, let me tell you about something. All right. You guys want to fire up that Odyssey app. If you love metal music, the biggest weekend in metal music is coming to Daytona Beach. May 18th through the 21st, Rockville. We're giving away two passes for the entire weekend, plus a camping pass. And you guys could be there to see Tool, Slipknot, Avenged Sevenfold, Pantera, Rob Zombie, and a whole lot more. Go to the Odyssey app, log in, and listen to WQAM 
or go to WQM.com and listen. You get one entry for every hour that you listen. The more you listen to WQM, the more chances you have to win. Rockville, Daytona Beach. Just listen and pile up those chances. And those tickets are courtesy of... Rockville! Let's get so, to uh, So, wait, you didn't try to sneak one by me. That's what I was I waiting. I know. Well, I'm trying to, you know, let's see. I, I, I was trying to move the show along today okay. with some, with some uh, I'll give you guys a fake band if it is fake later Listen, on. Listen, I'm going to tell you like this. You want to get off the phone with, with Ron Ron, but you ain't going to tell him. What? You let him go as long as he want to go. I would never cut off Ron Ross. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Never cut off Ron Ross. <laughs> that, that interview could last an hour. We listening. Because yeah. he, it's just wisdom. Yes, it's just you're you're yeah. becoming basketball wise. Yes, I learn more. Anyways, I learn more from Ron Rothstein. He, I mean, and if you ever had a conversation with him in person, that dude it, swagger. Like yes. he he embodies swag. He walks into that. He walks into that uh to to that media room before the pregame press conference. Let me tell you something. Every time doesn't start until Eric Spolstra sees Ron Rothstein. He goes, Ron. It's yep. like a comfort thing for Spo. Mm-hmm. He sees his guy. Coach Ron Rothstein right there. And uh, and then we're all set to go. Um, anyway, your headlines here brought to you by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford? We know trucks. Cool news. Mike Pouncey is going to sign a one-day contract to retire as a Miami Dolphin. Cool. So shout-out to the former Dolphin Center. Seven seasons here. I believe he made three Pro Bowls, Leroy. I believe he is the highest draft, at least at the time. Maybe somebody's passed him since. Uh, but he was at the time the highest drafted center of all time, um, and a twin. Not usually. Not. I don't think. I don't think anybody's passed. It, I don't think anybody because has. Because a, a lot of times, teams will draft a guard that plays center because you can move him around. That is what they did this. They didn't draft a guy, but they signed Connor Williams this year. They moved him. Right. Made him a center. The, the, did a usually, good job. Usually, you have say you'll have say maybe three or four guards. One or two centers, but a couple of those guards can play center in case you get in a pinch. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, or even in college, sometimes they'll move a, a center. They'll move a center to guard. The uh, so that's cool. Shout out to Pouncey. Shout out. I don't know if you're going to the Ring of Honor, but you know what? You'll, you'll do some meet and greets. You'll probably be a Ring of Honor for the 2000s Dolphins when you look at. I don't it. know who's getting the Ring of Honor. There, there's the really, only guys. There's the really only, nobody. I think the only guys who have arguments. Since Jason Taylor and Zach Thomas, the only guys are Cam Wake, yeah, and maybe Xavier Howard. Ricky Williams is on line one right now. Too late. Nah, not gonna too be early. Ricky too early for Xavier Howard. No, no, yeah, way too early. I'm just saying. I'm talking no, about. We're talking about now. I'm talking about since JT and Zach, who can go the Ring of Honor? Cam, the Wake. greatest of the greats. Cam Wake. Cam Wake. Doesn't Cam Wake uh, lead the franchise in sacks? No, I can't imagine he passed JT. I can't imagine he has. Oh, look. I mean, he played most of his career here. He did play for the Titans for a minute, though. Oh, nah, okay. did he? Eh, eh. Was it literally a minute? It, it was a minute, as I like to say. Uh, No, he's actually 50 sacks behind Jason Taylor. Oh, okay. All right. That's an overkill. Thirty-four sacks behind Jason Taylor. No, but it just—it just seemed like he, he didn't play as long as Jason. No, well, he started in the Canadian Football League, you know. Undrafted by the Giants first, then went to CFL. Um, so yeah, I would say him number two all time in sacks, probably Cam Wake, maybe Xavier Howard. At some point. At some point. But if you're gonna say that, then you can throw in 
There's a couple other guys you can get. Like who? Who would I throw into this? Tell me the ring of honor. The last two guys who got in are Hall of Famers. Yeah. Actually, the, the la- is it Clayton and Duper? Was they're the last one? They're up no, there. No, I think. Oh, they're up there. But I remember there. that was a Monday Night Football game versus the Eagles. No, the last guys that went up were Jason and Zach. Like, those are the last guys who, who went in the ring. The, the Marx Brothers were up there already. Who can I? Who can we think of? Oh, man, you're right. I know. It's tough times. Hard times, dude. You're right. Like, Hard you can't times. even, like. Obviously, two first of will be all, up there. First of one all, day. the more incredible thing is you haven't had anybody play long enough with the franchise. The only guy who's played a substantial amount of time is Denny. Everybody else, no, nobody. You oh, know. John Denny? Yeah. He actually should be up there. <laughs> Nobody's played. Think about it. Who's the last guy that played 10, 12 years for the Dolphins? Uh, that's a long time now. Right. That's what I'm saying. Age. And so that's part of the problem that when when I think, like even when I say Cam Wake, I'm thinking Cam Wake played a lot longer than he actually did. Mm-hmm. So I can't think of um, – I think Cam Wake for sure has an argument to be up there. Yeah. For sure. I mean, you're number two all-time in sacks. In the right. franchise's history. Um, but it's Slim Pickens. It's Slim Pickens. Not even a Pat Sertan? Um, no. 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 Close, but no. That's Never. why I'm saying it's a tough – it's not like – the Ring of Honor is a very – it's a very high distinction for the Dolphins. But also, yeah. it's also been hard times lately. I, I could tell. It's As I look at from a 1,000 feet above, it's like – Hard times, but I would I would say that that's part of the issue is that your franchise will turn around and you will be more consistent as a franchise when you have guys who have the potential to get to the ring of honor. Like you've always had that guy. You've always even go back from even before Dan Marino. You've always had guys that you knew them as Miami Dolphins. It's a good uh, good. Good uh, point by uh, Schmidt and Schmolder. He says, Laramie Tunsil should be in the Ring of Honor just solely based on what his trade turned into. I would argue Laramie Tunsil deserves a statue. (laughs) (laughs) That dude brought back a haul. That dude, he brought back a haul. He is the golden goose. The golden bong. They put in that statue right next to the Marino statue. Right next to it, dude, with the gas mask in hand. There's a <laughs> helmet in one hand. There's a gas mask in the other. And then just a list of all the assets that he brought back with his trade. And just across his, across his shirt, he goes, Yes, I did. <laughs> the Eagles should put a Sam Bradford statue so we get a first-round pick. Uh, what else we got? Oh, Byron Jones, he's officially going to get released, Leroy. We all knew that was coming. Come on. We knew that was coming. Now, I would say this. It would have been made more difficult if he wouldn't have said how hurt he was. Yeah. But, um, I, I mean, yeah, he. I mean, he never healed. He never recovered, I guess. Never apparently, I think I read in Barry Jackson's column. I think he stopped even trying rehab by August. Like it was just he couldn't too much pain, and he's not apparently in that even that much better of a place. Right now, it is it is tough, man. When you realize, like we just make the assumption, and I tell you this all the time. I just made the assumption. Oh yeah, I'll have a little offseason surgery and and you know be done, you know. So I had elbow surgery or finger or something like that, and. Then after like my tenth year, I had my shoulder done, and then I had to have my knee done. And July came, and I was still walking with a limp. I'm like, no, thank you. Bear reported, according to a source, Jones's improvement and recovery after his March surgery 
uh, and the ankle Achilles surgery suddenly stopped in August. He never felt comfortable enough to play, and his situation hasn't improved. That's a Barry Jackson scene. That's a Barry Jackson scene. Never felt comfortable? Guys, yeah, he didn't feel comfortable playing. (laughs) Obviously, he didn't. But there's a big difference in I feel uncomfortable playing and I can't play. Right? Hmm. Like, there's a big difference. You think like, to, when you say somebody feels uncomfortable playing, you're insinuating that if he was tougher, he could play. Interesting. I see what you're saying. Well, yeah, but, like, if, if – I get what you're saying. He's walking with a limp. He's in pain. He's not uncomfortable playing. So you he pre- can't play. You would prefer it be he can't play. Right. Or too painful to play. Right, because, because you're going – because, look, when I say to you, oh, Kyle, if I say this, Kyle Lowry has a, 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 a bone bruise. These things take forever mm-hmm. to heal. How you go about it is differently than if I say Kyle Lowry's knee is banged up and he he's uncomfortable playing right now. Mm-hmm. Like you just look at Kyle Lowry totally different just by those words with the same injury. So, yeah, when you say a player is uncomfortable playing, you're insinuating that if he was tougher, he could play. Is it a possibility, though? For Kyle, because we've talked about injuries and wanting to come back and whatnot, mm-hmm. but is it possible for Kyle where it's like, am I going to go through this pain for you guys to play me 20 minutes a game, not start me, or not have me close games? <sighs> like, is there a difference there, or do you feel like there's, with the money he makes, professional honor, like, he's going to play if he can play? He's he, He's never been that guy, right? He's never been that guy that just... He's never been in that situation, though. Right. I mean, he's been. He's but, but been. I, I, w- I would I mean, say. I guess we get. You know, he, he had to revamp his career a little bit once he went to Toronto. But once he went in Toronto, he was he was one of their dudes. Like he was one of the faces I, of the right. franchise. He was a pillar for them. I don't. I don't think. And and I think with this organization and how these guys are with each other, I don't think. I don't believe that. I don't think that he's saying, "Oh, I'm only going to play 20 minutes." I think most of these guys are whatever I can contribute, mm. and they've always. Because you know, his this, role was like this organization has always been that way. Even the players but, have always been that. But way. even before his injury, his role was being diminished. Like that was he was not closing games. But, he was not playing fourth quarters. But let's put it out there now: his knee's been bothering him for a long time. Uh yeah, I would and, say and probably maybe that could be. And and here's here's sometimes and and I've I've said this about all athletes is that. Sometimes you have to take the attitude, I'm not playing until I'm 100%. Because if I go out there and give you 50% and we lose, you're going to look at me as a bum without understanding what I'm doing to be on the floor mm-hmm. or on the field. And so a lot of guys weigh the options and it's like, no, I'm not doing this. And there's nothing wrong with it. Well, that's what I'm asking, though. Like, is it it's and it well, sucks because it, it is so it, it is so speculative it. yeah it's just tough because it's like if you right. already were in a position where your role was being diminished mm-hmm. you were in trade rumors mm-hmm. you weren't producing because maybe you were banged up do you push through it to come back to just look not like yourself like I, what is like what's the risk reward there for him i think as a competitor you're trying to get back so you can prove that last version of what people saw wasn't you. And so that's what kind of drives you that you don't want your last, the people's last image of you is playing the sport that you've been playing your whole life looking like that. Right. And so 
as a competitor, you you fight through it. Like, athletes already have a, a unique attitude, right? They already have a unique attitude with how they go about things, how they train, how they, you know, prepare for all these games or whatever whatever profession you're in. Mm-hmm. And so to just say that we're sometimes we kind of look at look through their eyes with our how we think it is and taking away that extreme intense competitiveness. So I, I don't think I don't think that he would be wearing oh why would I go back? I'm only playing 20 minutes. Like, that doesn't sound like a, a, the competitor that we've seen out of Kyle for a number of years. We'll take a quick break, get back into uh, your Miami Dolphins and uh, their quarterback situation. Lamar Jackson, he has the non-exclusive franchise tag on him, but uh, reports are shooting Nobody down. is at 100% Leroy. Stop making excuses. I'm not making excuses for him. You're just straight in facts. Right. Look at him. Like, I don't know, like, yeah, but there's certain things, and, and this is where we all make these assumptions when we when somebody says we're hurt, and that's why I think as a organization or as a reporter, you have to be careful with how you put that news out there. But that's, see, here's the thing, though. Like, the one thing I would say about the Heat. Um, yeah, yeah, they, he has a toe boo-boo. That's how they put it yeah, out there. Yeah, that's the thing. It could be you, like, look, I, I love the Miami Heat, but, man, right. the way they handle injuries like a lockbox – that's what's going to happen. Like, it leaves this room for speculation and rumors and fodder because what do we get? We get Spo saying, same same process, you know, right. making progress. Right. It was like, it's the most vague terms that are out yeah. there. Like, no, that happened so one time with Goron, where it was like, Goron, coming along, coming along, season over. Justice right. Winslow, coming along, coming along. And, like, you know, sometimes you don't know. Like, that whole Justice Winslow thing was crazy because we didn't know Justice Winslow was, like, dealing with depression and didn't want to uh, rehab the way that he was. Like, right. sometimes – and so I get it. There has to be that room where you're kind of just protecting secrets or stuff that we don't know. Right. But it's also – it also does leave this this uh, this, this window sometimes where you're like, all right, well, what, what is the deal there? All of a sudden we just don't know um, – you know, it's a little bit less weird because he is at the games now. But like, right. even the first sin of this, like Kyle wasn't even at the arena. Right. So, w- would you like to leave on uh, a little parting gift? Yes. Game Boy Three Hundred Five. If I were to look through Kyle Lowry's eyes, all I see is a glazed donut. <laughs> Point for Twitcher. After this. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend four point four hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's our number 2 with Tobin and Leroy. 
Welcome back, everybody. Tobin and Leroy here with you on 560 WQAM. The Renaissance Festival is back, Leroy. And we have four packs of tickets to give you to visit the Lords and Ladies. You can take part in all the games. Axe throwing, archery, and of course, the tests of strength. What does that mean? That just sounds like, that sounds very dangerous, the test of strength. Do you feel like... Do you feel like you have to just throw a barrel, like, or do you just lift a rock? You remember the Strongman games? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Where they'd just be ESPN pulling. ESPN 2 late night classic. They'd just be the pulling deuce. buses. Yes. Or, and, uh, Welcome to the feats of strength, you hear? The boulders, Leroy. You the must boulders. put the boulders or the, the oh, you should have did it. Because they used to throw kegs over the. Uh, kegs are kind of light when they're, uh, when, they're, when they're empty, though. I mean, I couldn't throw it, like, too far, like, over a, a high jump, but they, they weren't. Were, they were throwing. The difference between a full keg and an empty keg, night and day. 40 pounds. Night and day. Yeah. You must put a horse over your shoulders and squat it. Test of strength. How about when they take the big boulders and put them on top of the things, and then as you go further, the boulders get heavier and heavier? Oh. You know, they did everything but one thing. Mm-hmm. Run. Tua is an excellent archer. Josh Allen, quite inaccurate. That's you know what? If he would be great in the strongman challenge, though. The Josh Allen? The Josh Allen would be so entertaining. If he had to just run through a wall. But if the <laughs> but if it was but if he had to have him in the archery, he'd be terrible. Never knew where it would go. No, that, that's that, no, that's Daniel Robbie, Jones, dude. baby. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> dude, that was the biggest upset. That was Buster Douglas beating Mike Tyson. What you mean? His deal, Robbie. Robbie in there hitting two. Uh, oh, it was amazing. It w- it was crazy. But his it, it was like watching Hideo Nomo shoot an arrow. <laughs> right. That's some great his, Hideo Nomo knowledge right there. His 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 wind up to shooting it, and yeah, he had a wind up. It right. was. It, this is only going to translate to like Twitch and and YouTube, but it was like he'd go down, only to come up with the bow and arrow. And then let it go. And it would just be like a cur- it, Perfect. It float. It would float. <laughs> he wasn't shooting it hard. He was soft tossing soft tossing the arrow. Dan South is straight and tangible at the Renfest. Oh, definitely. Oh yeah, it is not. No. Please welcome our top archer, Lord Duncan Robinson. Well, you know what? From long range. I can't go to that because I have the same feeling as Michael wrestling. Is that so? Mm. Where I get called the Vander Holyfield. But they do have your favorite. Turkey leg. Turkey leg. Hey. And hey. the pickle man. Who's the pickle man? I, I want to find out who the pickle I don't know. That's just in the read. I, I want to find out who the pickle man is. I'm telling you what. You can't pass on a good turkey leg. It's it, Dude, when I was at the county fair for uh, my daughter's chorus thing, they were making some like brontosaurus-sized turkey legs, like Flintstones. It looked really good. I had the worst one I ever had was that you know the thing we used to do on Fourth um, of July at. Um, I thought you were gonna say Epcot at floor at uh, FLA Arena Live. Remember, we used to go there. Well, they had a truck that was doing turkey legs, but he was boiling the turkey legs, and then when you cook it, he throw it on the fryer, and I'm like, this not no. Nope. Minus one. Yep, pretty much. Oof. Man. Um, by the way, somebody's saying we should be broadcasting uh, from the beach and on our spring break. Dude, what the hell's going on? Did you see uh did you see Fonz's Instagram? No. What the hell's going on on the spring break? 
This guy's like the Scorsese of spring break. <laughs> I saw a bunch of white people boxing on the beach. <laughs> what the hell's going on? Is MTV <laughs> down there yet or no? Dude, I'm telling you. I want to see this film. This looks like the greatest <laughs> film known to man. What's even more amazing? You should call it Intangibles. <laughs> What's even more amazing is, like, he is so laid back. You would never picture he'd be around all this action. I, I was floored. <laughs> He's like, brought the camcorder. This is what I caught. And it was like Thunderdome on the beach with two intangibles with boxing gloves on. They're probably from in the sand. They're probably I didn't, from even, a, I didn't even know it was spring break time. I was like, when is oh, it now? He's on spring break. Why do you think he's filming? <laughs> I didn't know if that was like a class at FAU. Go, go. Go just film the, the Dude, crazies. No, he does that all the time. You should see him when he gets his, um, what is it called, his drone, his little drone. That's wow. what we really need. That's the action we need <laughs> right there. Dude, he has his, he has his little drone. He's going to be selling this on pay-per-view. No, uh, dude, I'm <laughs> telling you, he, that dude, uh, he does all kinds of stuff. He says, hey, I need to borrow the backyard. Jay Fig is suggesting. Filming the video. <laughs> Jay Fig is suggesting we interview the pickle man. Look, if they want to bring me the pickle man, who? I'll interview the Nobody man. knows who the pickle man is. I'll what is up. his Let's skill? See. I don't know. Get you out of a pickle. That's called a lawyer. <laughs> That's Swickle. <laughs> Swickle. Swickle. This is the man that will get you off of your charges of witchcraft. If he is the pickle a, man. If you're in a pickle, call Swickle. Swickle. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, Dolphin just say report comes out. Lamar Jackson, they're not pursuing him. They do have this. This is so ESPN today. Can, can we have a conversation about Lamar Jackson? Like, yeah. I like Lamar Jackson, and I think the Ravens should have taken care of him. But if you're another team, yep, right, with his skill set, can you understand why teams may be reluctant, even without all the other stuff? Mm. I don't know. Like with with what I see because, teams because doing. This has if and, and tell me if I'm wrong, but you think teams are looking at him like Cam Newton? Can they look at Michael Vick maybe? Yeah, but the same the, the no, see, Michael Vick was the first and he maybe didn't and he would tell you that there was a lot of preparation that he probably should have did more of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because once, his, yeah. I also just feel once like his athletic abilities left, he couldn't read the defense just, to throw the ball. He also just, like, I feel like Cam Newton was a lot like Josh Allen, like banged into people a lot That's, more. So, I mean, is and, and I'm starting, and believe it or not, can we feel this way about Josh Allen? I think we're allowed. We could start Maybe, that because yeah, have no be run it. game. I mean, all. because that's all I'm all and, – and, and I'm not saying it to take away from how good any of these guys are, but I'm taking away from if football is cyclical, anytime you have a player that comes through, you're going to immediately go to the last player you saw that kind of did the same things. Yeah, that's what and, you're saying. And so, I mean, and like, so when I go to, say – Cam Newton or Michael Vick, um, and it's just recent ones because there were a few. Mark Brunel was a, a bit of a, a little bit of runner. Steve Donovan Young, McNabb, Steve Young, Don McNabb was a pocket guy. He more was a runner at first, then he got right. the ACL. And, and so, when you see this, how much quarterbacking are you going to get versus how much athlete you're going to get? The thing that I just, I, I just think is. 
would be interesting with Lamar is, first of all, he's still very young. I mean, like, he's 26, right? Um, I just don't feel like I, – I feel like it's just all Lamar Jackson or nothing there. Like, I would I would feel like as a team right. to put the weapons around him, to, right. to, to support him like that, like, that would intrigue me out of, out of the quarterback prospect. Like, if you were to tell me all things being equal, Derek Carr or Lamar Jackson, like – it's not even close. I would take Lamar Jackson. It's not even close. I would take. I, I was gonna go if I were the Jets right now. Would I be going to woo uh, old uh, ayahuasca, or would I be throwing my assets at Lamar Jackson? I feel like I'd be throwing my assets See, at Lamar Jackson. Now I don't want like regardless of everything that I've said about all these quarterbacks. If I had a choice, I don't care what team. I would take Lamar Jackson over Aaron Rodgers because. The most important thing is to get some kind of consistency at that position, and that requires years. Aaron Rodgers ain't going to promise you next year. He's not. You. Might not promise you next week. Right. That's what I'm saying. And, and, and as good as he is, if you're the Jets, can you afford – they're going to do it. Oh, they're doing but, it. But can you – sw- they're, they're, they're chasing right now. But, but this is, this is kind of what happens – to um, bad franchises mm-hmm. is that when they get close, they make sudden moves. This was uh, ESPN. They ranked 16 teams that should go after Lamar Jackson, why they should, why they shouldn't. On the Dolphins, this is what they write. And the Dolphins, the report was yesterday, they're not pursuing Lamar Jackson. So let's Which just, it never was. Which, yeah, just, just right, while somebody, it's out somebody there. Somebody put that out there. Just uh, why they should consider it. This is from Bill Bond. It's unclear whether the Dolphins will pick up Tua Tungabailo's fifth-year option after he suffered a series of concussions. Uh, doing so would guarantee him $23 million in 2024, even if he's unable to play because of injury. Decline the option will leave Miami struggle with the same dilemma the Giants faced with Daniel Jones. Uh, only with a player that has been much better when healthy. Jackson would be a more certain option for the Dolphins organization that hasn't had a steady star under center in the 21st century. Landon Jackson would be a box office draw for the ownership group uh, that's made decisions in the hopes of filling seats, which they don't have really struggles right now. They're just a wait list for, for, for tickets. They got Cheetah. Uh, they got Cheetah. Uh, it would draw a premature end to the Tunga Vailoa era, but the franchise might not be ready to commit it's pre uh it's presumptive quarterback to the future giving his given his unfortunate injury history why they shouldn't consider it they write tunga Bailoa was a more productive quarterback than jackson and just about uh just about anybody else went healthy last season as he led the league in most efficiency metrics playing with tyree kill and jay waddle helped but it isn't as if backups teddy bridgewater and skylar thompson produced like tunga Bailoa when they were on the field which you know it should be pointed out like what a Mad difference it was, like we didn't get a look at it when they're like, "Oh, he's just a product of who he has." Shouldn't that make us appreciate Tua more? You would think it's right. like if Jalen Hurts was not playing for those Eagles for the last two games, anyways. Listen, Minshew. Hey, <laughs> don't get me started with him. Don't get me started with him. Uh, even if the Dolphins went year to year with Tungavaloa by declining his fifth year option using the franchise tag, they would still end up paying him only ninety six million over the next three seasons while maintaining flexibility if he got injured. Jackson projects to earn $150 million over the same time frame. So there's uh, your thing. What a deal would look like. The Dolphins would need to get creative. They would have to send uh, – would they send Tunga Vailoa to the Ravens? Would the Ravens be willing to guarantee a fifth-year option of the medical history? If the Dolphins send Tunga Vailoa, it's second-round pick in 23, a first-rounder in 24 for Jackson, and a mid-round selection. It would seem fair to me, but a lot would depend on whether the Ravens think Tunga Vailoa is a long-term option under center. Because you would have to trade for him. You can't just sign well, him with, uh, with, the, with, the, with the two-pick designation. 
In the last two years, hasn't Tua played more games than Lamar Jackson? Um, I don't know. I think it's. I think maybe, maybe barely. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it's close. But, but, but Didn't Tua miss like four games the conversation we're having here. Yeah, we're having this conversation like Lamar Jackson played so many more games than Tua. Yeah. When in actuality, Tua's played more games, mm-hmm. and I think that should be noted. Like to just sit here and say, if if anybody would just say, "Oh, I want Lamar Jackson," like. You, Tua always gets hurt. You realize that you're taking a guy who's played less games than Tua. That's just something to throw into the mix. Yeah. I mean, they're different guys, too. Like, they're just completely different quarterbacks right. as far as the way they go because Lamar is a Lamar, runner. Lamar's a runner, and he's been an MVP. Like, his credentials do dwarf Tua's right now. But, right. Um, yes, if you're worried about and why I think if they're – If you worry about somebody getting hurt. Breaking down. I, I, it's amazing they say they're worried about Tua – but they're not worried about Lamar Jackson and Tua played more games than Lamar Jackson. That's what I mean. Like, the truth is is unbelievable here. Take a quick break. Back after this. Welcome back, everybody. Tobin and Leroy are with you. Wow. We were watching. Uh, we didn't even get to the good part. We were watching from yesterday the, uh, I don't know if it was yesterday or two days ago. I don't remember. But, like, Kendrick Perkins and J.J. Reddick getting after it with each other. Yeah. Um, it was good. It was, it was some good television. I like the fact that Stephen A. Smith is just taking it. Like how many times Wait, has he been on television right. and he just said nothing? Nothing. Well, because because it's a it's it's an interesting conversation, and and I think that a lot of times, what's his name? Not Perk. Um, JJ Reddick. JJ Reddick. He takes offense to that. That is because he's white. Nikola Jokic. Right, and and so basically he's trying to break down, which he shouldn't, but he's now trying to defend all the white guys that won MVP, yeah. MVPs, which is unfair to him, being the white guy on the set. Sorry, JJ. It's really, right, it's unfair. But what Perk was trying to say, what he was starting to get to before we had to leave, is that what are the rules? What's the criteria? I actually agree with that take with Kendrick Perkins. Right. Because, like, I feel like the rules do change for MVP because – we Because guess what? When you see the leaders of MVP, they always show points per game. Mm-hmm. That's what they show on TV. They rank them as far as points per game. They don't say, oh, he only averages and, – and this baseball went through this with the Cy Young. Mm-hmm. We used to always look at the Cy Young. Guy got 23 wins. Guy got 24 wins. Now we go about it a little bit different. It's very weird. Like, look, it is one of the most narrative-driven awards there is. It just is. Like, the year Derrick Rose won, LeBron wasn't going to win. He was punished. He weren't going to give it to D-Wade. D-Wade and LeBron teamed up. Uh, When Kevin Durant went to Golden State, they were never going to give it to him. Kobe only getting one is disgrace already. (laughs) Shaq, too. Right. I mean, like, it's it's crazy to think about – when, you know, Russell Westbrook triple-doubles are awesome. A year later, triple-doubles for your Russell Westbrook. He is selfish and stat-padding. And now, Jokic, the thing that's funny with Jokic is, you know, he's won the last two MVPs. This might be his best year. Right. And so, like, what are you supposed to do? But I kind of get it because they did this with Giannis. They're right. like, we're going to give it to Giannis. You're going to hit two MVPs. You never done nothing, Giannis. Then he did something. But now he's got Jokic winning all the awards. Well, 2021, so. everyone got injured, so Jokic was the guy. That's yeah, the thing. That's right. Oh, yeah, there was the famous uh, – Joel the, got hurt. Everybody got hurt. Everybody got hurt that year. So, And that was the one year where I was uh, I was trying to push Jim VP. But yes. Jim VP was even hurt that year. Right. 
Um, make the shirts. Print the shirts out. <laughs> oh man, it was. Uh, but but yeah, it's. It is a narrative-based award. I don't think Nikola Jokic is getting preferential treatment necessarily because he's a white guy, but I do understand frustration in some regards because I do feel like, wait a minute, we have done, we have treated guys differently, and a lot for what, for counting stats, you would say, hey, his triple-double, all this stuff, that's kind of the same that you guys like for Russell Westbrook, didn't like for Russell Westbrook, but... You know, it, numbers it, guys will tell you, well, he's not creating the way that Russ did. It's not like he's not creating better shots. But that's kind of, I think, the frustration from Kendrick Perkins. Like, well, what is it then? Just tell me because I don't know. I just think that when you watch basketball, so many guys do it differently. Like with Russ, it was explosiveness. With D. Rose, it was explosiveness. With, you know, so many guys, it's scoring. It's you know, putting the team on your back. is There's so many different ways that make a guy important to their team or franchise. It's hard to draw that out and decide, okay, who's the best at what they do? Mm-hmm. And so sometimes these other numbers help you get there. Like, nobody's disputing, okay, back in the day, Magic Johnson didn't do one thing great but did everything really well. Mm-hmm. And was dominant at what he did. And and the same thing with Shaq. Shaq, LeBron, Kobe, those are guys who could have basically won every year. It's pretty crazy that even LeBron, like the thing with LeBron that's wild is like, yeah, we can give it to somebody else. But if you're really talking about the word of value, like he went to eight straight finals. <laughs> right. You know? like, and we just, and like, and we it was Shaq. Me, you know, we do with him. We dismissed that and say, well, you didn't win. But the thing with Shaq that's funny is, like, when Shaq came to the Heat and guaranteed a championship, the, Shaq was that. Shaq was, he was Willy Wonka. You're going to the finals right. if you have Shaquille O'Neal. Now, right. it was the very end of it, but he still did it. Right. And when Steve Nash got it above him, you know, and, like, that was pretty crazy. When that he, was we, crazy, yeah. We uh, should have had a Suns Heat final by by then already, you know, like 05, 06. Here's, here's the problem, and and and. <laughs> And they said it the best. Shaq only has one MVP. Mm-hmm. Right? Think about that. I know. Shaquille O'Neal. But it changed. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, right. Was, I'll tell you one thing that also buoyed Russ. Not on the triple double. It was the year after KD left. Russ, come on. He's buoying it. Pass the just, ball. He just lost. Pass the ball, Russ. He just, he just left it from you. He just, he just lost KD. Right. Like, it. You can't. You can say these narrative things don't matter, but they do. Like everybody gets influenced by it, and then it's, it's a lot of groupthink that happens. Especially when you hear all it all year. That's all they talk about on these shows. Who is your midway point MVP? Who's your like? Yeah, it's it's great. Like, you know, same thing last year with the with the dumbass Celtics, where they're like, "Oh, best team since uh, dis- best team since January 1st. Oh, I'm sorry. When did we cut off the first two months of the season? I right. didn't realize that was a thing. Right. Really? Uh, by the way, no. Uh, anybody worried about the Celtics now? Is that a thing? Oh, no, that's, that's a new. The new narrative is wake me up until Christmas. Very day. interesting. That's uh, interesting. Well, no, no, no. We, we <laughs> the new narrative was the damn Knicks. The Knicks are back, as people are saying on my Twitter. I'm text so glad right that now. even though that win streak should have ended on Friday, I'm very glad that it's over. Thank you, Hornets. <laughs> The Hornets, they ruined everybody's dreams. They, <laughs> they ruined every, they ruined the, the, the Hornets ruined everybody's dreams while doing nothing for themselves. No, the Carolina sports just ruin your dreams. That's what we could say. We can lump everybody in there. Uh, Jarvis on YouTube says, Tua is not an elite quarterback. His season was up and down. 
struggled against better teams. In year five, our franchise quarterback is teaching himself how to fall. Laughable. First of all, sir, I just want to say nothing about jujitsu is laughable. All right. And you're not gonna be Second you're not gonna th- you're not gonna think it's laughable when he's putting Aaron Donald in an anaconda choke. Do right? do we do we not See, by the way, Shannon Sharp was making fun of him for that too. And I and I wanted to say I didn't do that because I wouldn't, you know, break confidence like that. But uh Leroy learned how to fall uh year two. So pipe down, Shannon. Because he's like, learn how to fall. You learn how to fall when you're a kid. Yes. And I was like, hey, Leroy learned how to fall year two. By the way. <laughs> I still think it's crazy that two of his people have not reached out to Leroy Horde, who used to fall on the back of his head. It's a good PR stunt, though. I, w- I would, I would say, I would say this to that guy: We pick and choose what information we want to take in. If you like Tua, then all those stats that he led the league in would be your leading, your leading conversation or mm-hmm. your leading point. You don't like Tua, so you're just going to dismiss all those numbers. Like those are numbers that he had. Like he's, you can't. He's so to say he was up and down. Okay, how are you going to lead the league in what five or six stats and be up and down? He's the most dissected quarterback. Right. I've never seen anything like this. With, right. With a guy who, yeah, I'm very much on the positive side of. It. I like him. I, I I think you know I I, I like Tua. I thought that he played well last year. Mm-hmm. I thought this was the. Let's be honest, guys. You know, this was the most fun you probably had watching the Dolphins team because you haven't had a top. 10 offense how long has it been 20 plus years since marino right number six in the league you haven't had that not only that you're back in the in the national in the national conversation again the quarterback is always under debate even like the, the dog- nicest guy in the world they still talk trash about him all the time oh you know i was just thinking about the other day remember the video where they turned him righty on youtube and everybody was like wow yes that, that, was, during the, that was during eagles open practice oh too. that was good when they turned when they turned to a righty and he was throwing all those bombs, you're like, huh? I don't really have any compliments. I, I don't have any criticism of this. He he looks normal. Lefty quarterbacks are weird. I said as a guy who loved Mark Brunell. Boomer Esiason's on line one also right now. Boomer. <laughs> oh well, he's probably if he were, he would just tell me to shut up and play. <laughs> this is CBS Sports. Somebody I did an interview and a guy was telling me he was familiar with the the story that. A boomer was almost a brown. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Why? When uh, no, not boomer. Who's um for the Giants? Oh, Phil Sims. Phil Sims. Uh, everybody always mixes them up. Yeah, Samesies. Phil Sims. Samesies. Although his son can be like, agree. <laughs> I would never tell it to pops, but you know All he's right. probably he probably agrees. A little no. annoying on television. <laughs> really. All right, we'll take a break, get some cat talk. Panthers, Bobrovsky, Radko Gudis fighting. Next. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? 
Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.